Welcome to Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek, Dave, and E-Money. What's up, everybody? How you doing out there in yo, yo, yo. land? Happy Eagles. holidays. Go Birds. Wow. There's <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> nothing to say about it. There really is nothing to say. What do we say about Monday night just total? Monday night what, massacre. No, yeah. What more can you? What can you say about a Monday night total massacre by the hands of the Seattle Seahawks? You, you guys have any comments? When Philly goes down, they go down in flames. That's true. Philly they knows can't how just. To lose. They can't just lose. The city knows how to lose. Whew, man, looks like bad. they quit. To quote Trotter, I just want to say that according to the Bucks County Carrier Times, the official time of death was nine fifty-eight p.m. That's when the Seahawks ran back their second interception for a touchdown. That's being generous. Yeah, that's true. The visual time of death was actually a couple weeks ago, but they're deader than a deader than a dead doorknob. You know what? Even if they lost to Seattle, which they were going to do by like four, like the line or five, and made it a good game for me to watch, entertaining at this point, that would have been fine. But the the way the, the six turnovers. That was just. Uh, there's no words to describe that. The no. feeling I was feeling. None. It was. It was over by halftime, which is a, a shame too because it was over I know by the, the first e- quarter. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I know the Eagles were really jazzed about doing this Reggie White thing, and from what I understand, it was first class operation. But wow, what a debacle of a game to associate yourself to. Reggie White wouldn't want to associate himself to that mess. A team gave up. Reggie White never gave up. Yeah, Clyde Simmons out there. Keith Jackson. Yeah. Uh, who's the other guy on defense? Uh, Joyner was there. Seth Joyner. Yeah. yeah. Buddy Ryan was there. Like that's cool. These yeah. are all like the defensive guys. This is when yeah, when football was yeah. fun. You know, don't get me wrong. This team has won some games in, in the black past year. Black spikes. <laughs> you guys remember the black spikes? Yes. I do remember the black spikes? How awesome was that? They were they were some they were some mean men right there. But that was just a great team. B and E. Byron Evans there. The B and E stomp. Dirty Waters. Too much fun. Dirty Waters. That's great. <laughs> Too much Loved fun. It. Bounty Bowl. Yeah. But they just played horrible. It was just disgusting. It was disgusting. Mike McMahon stinks. Ryan Modes mm-hmm. stinks. Ooh. And there, there's your two starters yeah. right there this week. Ryan Modes and Mike McMahon. Yo, you know who stinks? Greg Lewis stinks. He didn't even make an attempt to catch those footballs or deflect them from the defensive player. Maybe that's what he meant by uh, he quit. Maybe that's who he was talking about when Trotter said that. Maybe he did quit. Maybe he quit. That's, Is this team full of quitters? Looking at it, it seems if you're on offense and you're getting drubbed, there's nothing you can do. Are you going to take a lick over the centers, like over the center, trying to get the ball? Are you going to just say, oh, let it go. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to take a hit. Just right. kind of quit. But when you're on defense, you're losing 28 nothing. Now you're like, you know what? Someone's going to get hit. Someone's going to pay totally. for this now. I understand that. But, yep. so but, they're, but they're professional football players. Oh, I agree with you. I'm not saying it's okay to quit, but I could definitely see an offensive player. So was player. Trotter right when he said that they quit? I think so. Oh, I totally think so. I, t- I cannot I agree mean, just have more. some respect for yourself and your team. And Trotter's calling him on the garbage. You, you know what? If he was going to well, call him, I think he'd just say, I think so-and-so quit or you know, so-and-so short arm in the ball. Right. When Ricky uh, Waters did that, they said Ricky Waters alligator arm the ball. Back right. in the day, like Greg Lewis, a little bit. Yeah. He made no attempt to get those, get to make those catches. He's not an NFL wide receiver that I saw on Monday night. And here's what he said about the um, his take on the criticism from Jeremiah Trotter. It's in today's Daily News. I don't have no take on it, Lewis said as he left the locker room. 
getting much better separation on a trailing Daily News reporter than he ever did on a Seattle Defender. (laughs) Who wrote that article? Les Bowen. (laughs) Nice work, Les. But I'll tell you what. That's that's a great way to characterize it. The guy was a mess, man. He's a mess. He's an embarrassment. Yes. It's just the whole the whole situation. Really, really open your eyes to really what that team truly is right now. How many holes? It's like oh, Swiss cheese. You cannot be to- you cannot be more right. You could not be more right. And the lack of an effective backup quarterback. This team does not have one. No, they do not. And is that? You know what? People were bringing up the, the fact that Andy Reid doesn't want to mess with Donovan McNabb's psyche by putting a quarterback in there that could challenge him for the starting job. Do you think that's accurate? Well, uh, you know, it was mentioned this week, you know, through papers of media, who is a good backup quarterback? I mean, what's what's a good backup quarterback out there? Backup quarterbacks aren't that good. None of them. Brad Johnson's doing pretty well. Brad Johnson's been in the league for a long time, too. He I'm used not, to be a starter. I'm not denying that, but there are backup quarterbacks out there. Yeah, but McMahon was never a starter first. Yes, he was. He, was a he started like five games. Yeah, then they, they pulled he him out. He wasn't a starter. Yeah, Brad Johnson played well at Minnesota. If they signed Brad Johnson at the beginning of the year – People would be like, oh, great, we're going to get a statue back there. We don't want him. All, right. I'm saying, all I'm saying is that you're telling me that there's no effective backup quarterback out there that you could grab right now? I thought they should have kept Jeff Blake. I was surprised they let him go. But yeah. Mike McMahon was younger, and they said he had more mobility. And maybe they didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mike McMahon stinks on ice. Oh, he's bad. He's bad. He's, he's our starter this week. He's, it really the remainder of the season. Oh, did they call him for the remainder? No, I don't know, but oh. I would assume so. If they're going to put him back in after that just total They'll go back crap bag. And that's, I heard, they, the only reason they keep Corey Detmars around is because he uh, holds the Hold. ball so nicely for Akers. Oh, great. When do you think Akers is going to get a chance to kick? Do you think they're going to get past the 50-yard line this week? Nope. I don't think so. Not with that New York defense. Yeah, nope. I think, yeah you got to hope. Dawkins takes the ball back, or Hood, you know, someone has an oh, interception no, to get over no the 50. Way. There's no way to win. There's no oh, way, no way win. to win, no. They yeah. don't win, but the only way they're going to get over the 50 is by the defense taking the ball down there. And but, that's still pushing. You know, if that team comes, the same team comes out as that came, that was the second quarter of last, on oh, Monday night, we're going to have some problems. I mean, you got to really, you got to, you can't come out and be losing and go, you know what, F this game. Oh, you you got you gotta if you're losing twenty one nothing, get out there, play football. Play football. Let's crack some skulls. There's a lot of people out there that would do it for free, let alone get paid millions. I mean, come right. on, stop pussyfooting around here. I totally agree with you, Evan, especially at home on a night when they're honoring Reggie, Reggie White. White. This is a Philadelphia Eagles. This ain't you know, this ain't nobody else here. We, the, we got we got a reputation to uphold. This is not the Arizona Cardinals. Reputation out the window. This is the Philadelphia Eagles with all that alumni sitting in the stands. Even Randall was there. Randall was there. Let me be me. <laughs> Let me be me. I love that quote. I love Randall, man. Oh man, he can. He had some. He had an arm. That he did. McMahon has no greatest, arm. Greatest uh, Randall Cunningham moment, real quick. Uh, the uh, Carl Banks. Easy, yeah. easy. Do you remember that? Is that the ne- the Monday Night New York yeah, game when he, he fell on his knee and threw the touchdown? Yeah, yeah. That's he a, kept man. himself from falling. Yeah, he made a, like that's a tripod. The, that's the best. And who did he throw the touchdown to? Probably Barnett. No, it was a backup tight end. It was their backup tight end. I don't. Spagnola. Remember. No, it was a. It wasn't. It wasn't. A, I can't remember. Wait, well, his name. Banks hit him though, and he just bounced. Whoop, whoop. Yep. And Carl, he Carl Banks lined them right up. Yeah. Boom. Randall. Bam. Superstar right there. That's when they anointed him a superstar. And also that ninety-six yard punt he had. Oh, that oh yeah, that quick was punt. Good both, win there. Good win there. Both <laughs> against the Giants, by the way. 
I love that. Okay, so here we go. This is our funeral for the Eagles. Do you guys have any parting words? When you're you're walking by the casket right now, what do you have to say? My God, see that's the thing. I mean, there was a lot of games that really hurt me this year, but this really took the wind out of my sails. So what do you do? You punch them in the gut. You punch the cadaver in the gut. You say, "How could you do this to me, you son of a bitch?" I guess you could do that if you want. Body shot. Honestly, well, it kind of sucks when you walk past the casket. All the pallbearers are going to be hurt. They're not going to be able to carry that casket. You're going to be looking at all these great guys sitting on the sideline. Yeah, but who who would represent, if you had to make a life-size doll, who would represent the Eagles in the casket, one individual player? This year's team? Or coach. I would have to say T.O. Yeah, he started the whole deal. It start the whole season started off bad. But these men, these are grown men. They're supposed to be able to control their own minds and ambitions. You're telling me that Tio's belly aching made this whole team go into shithole? Of course it did. No I'm doubt about that. You're serious. <clears throat> I think it started off that whole started off the season in Lehigh. That whole problem brought the attention away from a lot of other things. And uh, yeah, that is the beginning. That was the beginning of the end. And then McNabb had to try to prove he was better than he really was. Try, no, not better than he was, but. He could play. It doesn't matter what T.O. does. I can still play. I'm still a good quarterback. Then when he got hurt, put more on it. Hey, don't worry about it. I'm fine. So I think it all just started from there. So I would have to say T.O. just because this whole season will be rem- remembered as that. I wouldn't mind giving him a shot in the mouth anyway. So. Okay, so we're putting T.O. in the cat. T.O. goes in the casket. I'll kick him <laughs> in the balls. <laughs> Run away. be none of that here. Okay, so you're walking by the casket, Dave. What are your final words for T.O. in the casket and the entire Eagles team who blew a season that literally had promise in the beginning, but we, we, none of us knew the holes that this team had? I would just say, hey, I'll see you next year. You know, and uh, Andy Reid really, really did a good job of uh, keeping all these oh, yeah, Swiss sure cheese did. holes from oh, us. Oh, sure did. I mean, he's a, he's a miracle worker. He really is. He gave us all those rose-colored glasses. Oh. Really? And now well, he's... coming off the Super Bowl is pretty easy. You could say, "Oh, we need this, or we need that." That's not coming a off the point. Super Bowl, and they go, "Okay, we're not going to need Corey Simon." You know what? I think you're right. You, yeah. you did this before. You let someone go. Yeah, you're right. You don't worry about it. And next thing you know, you're like, "Holy Christ! Where did everything go? Everything just went down the tubes." For me, I'm putting Andy Reid in a casket. For those, who's going to help me carry that out? Uh, well, <laughs> I'll get the trim spa people or whatever the hell it is. He's looking mighty svelte these days. He's looking svelte. Although, Let's Go Mets did really put a um, a nice comment on the forums. If anybody today or anybody saw it, no, um, yesterday I believe it was. Uh, yesterday in the forums, I posted that the Eagles hired a Playboy Bunny as okay. as their official blogger. And uh, Let's Go Mets comment was, "Hey, maybe at least the Eagles will have somebody with representing the Eagles with bigger tits than Andy Reid." <laughs> That's pretty that funny. Was, Let's Go Mets. God bless you, Let's Go Mets. It was a funny comment that we uh, want to give you a quick shout out. Okay, so, um, yeah, I'm putting Andy Reid in the casket. I blame him. He's the coach. He's the general manager. He's the one that's supposed to take care of these players. He's supposed to give them a nice game plan, which I haven't seen a very good game plan in a long time, especially in the beginning of the season when the team was uh, running the ball like once a game. I blame this entire season on Andy Reid, just as much as I give him credit the years before. Right. I give him. I blame this season on him. Well, that's fine. I mean, as, as a coach... He chooses the players. He's right. a general manager. He has he, control. He has total control of the Philadelphia Eagles. Absolutely. And uh, there's no one else to blame. I totally agree with you. So that's right. a good point there, Dar. So uh, it might have began with T.O., but he's supposed to – Andy Reid is supposed to rally the team around a common goal 
and the common goal was to get to the playoffs this year, even without T.O. I mean, Evan, you and I got to the playoffs without T.O. this year, fantasy-wise. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. But it's Andy Reid's job to make this team better, and all he did was make it worse with these ridiculous game plans and the obvious holes that were shown to the fans this year. So that's my that's my uh, my take on the casket. The team has got a lot of problems. Okay, speaking of problems, I well, you name a couple problems. That's a very nice segue into well, our. Here's uh, my Andy Reid imitation. Okay. <coughs> that's my. Yeah. <laughs> I hear it when you hear my imitation. Injuries. Uh, John Runyon. He's got a sprained calf. Um, you got Brian do- Westbrook's foot hurts, and then we're going to give him. Uh, we're going to check him out tomorrow. He's going to have an MRI. Uh, Time's yours. Time's yours. <laughs> it's my job to put the guys on the field. I obviously didn't do my job, so it begins with me. And it ends with you. I got <clears throat> to get the plays in faster. <clears throat> Next. And the <clears throat> season ends with you, Andy Reid. Bam! How you like me now? So, <laughs> speaking of the birds' problems, how do we fix those problems? Well, Les Bowen wrote an article in the Today's Daily News. An eight-step plan to turn the birds from stupor back to super. Stupor back to super. Actual uh, headline is pickup lines for losers. <laughs> <laughs> Not too bad. You got some, nice. That's a lot you better. Got some good copy editors in that uh, daily news newsroom, uh, sports rooms. We'll be right back after a word from these sponsors. Call Ticket Warehouse today at 800-250-4500 for your one-stop shopping ticket solution. Count on Ticket Warehouse to get you one of the best seats in the house. One call does it all. 800-250-4500. That's 800-250-4500. Or order your tickets online at TicketWarehouse.com. Okay, here we go. You guys ready for number one? Oh, I'm ready. Rocket. Find an edge-rushing friend for Javon. That'd be a great idea. Sounds perfect to me. That's number one. Like, is he putting these in order of what He's they need? He's putting them in order of what they need. Okay. Yeah, that's number one. With just 25 sacks thus far, the Eagles are on pace to finish with only 33, which would be the fewest by any Eagles defense in 27 years. Wow. That is – now that's a good stat right there. I mean, we're known for our defense. We're known for pass rush. That's what I've always thought. Um, Jim Johnson is a genius, right? That's what you hear. He's obviously working with – Garbage. Now, I guess, now, do you see stunts Johnson's doing? Do you see the blitzing going on anymore? I don't see it happening anymore. I see Brian Dawkins missing tackles that he normally wouldn't miss. Oh, yeah. Well, Michael Lewis that. is missing, missing tackles, too. I agree. But the linebackers also are missing. Everyone's missing tackles. Well, the linebacker core has really got some problems, I think. Yes, definitely. That takes us to our number two part. Get faster at linebacker. That should be number one. Yeah. I would say that's number one. I agree with you. Dahani Jones may make terrific bow ties, and Keith Adams may have a swell collection of sunglasses, but neither is anything more than an average outside linebacker. I totally agree with that. Dahani Jones is really nothing to write home about. The thinking man. Yeah, I mean, he's playing his guitar. We talked about that last week. We did. You know what? Hey, if you're a good linebacker, you'd be playing that guitar a lot more. You'd be the next Steve Vai, my friend. <laughs> Steve Vai. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, I didn't really notice that the first five games. I didn't really notice how bad the defense was because, you know, we stopped um, LT that, you know, against Seahawks. We got that, I mean, against the uh, San Diego, we got that win. So uh, I'm all high on the 20-17 to 17 victory. Right. And what they did there stopped them for the negative yardage. Yeah, that's it. you look back at the beginning of the year, we played San Fran, we played Oakland. Those two teams aren't that good at all. No. 
That's we beat San Fran easily. Oakland was a, t- a tight game. It was and that team stinks. Yeah, Kansas City, they're good, but they're no Colts, someone like that. Not at all. Yeah. But when we played Atlanta on Monday night to open it up, they were rushed for what two hundred yards or whatever. Yeah, team wise. Yeah, you, you start winning a couple of games. It didn't matter how they were winning at the beginning. We were just happy they were winning. You know what? Everything's going to turn around. They might have a couple little holes, but now everything's glaring because offense just stinks now. I totally oh agree. God, it's so bad. It's awful. And it's and it's reflect now the defense. You're seeing what the defense is going on Good. when you're seeing the offense playing so poorly. Right. Well, the, the defense is all out a lot more. It's out a lot more. Now, there's really nothing they could have done about that Monday night game because right. they had all the interceptions – for twenty eight points and in interceptions, I think they left, I think they said it was a hundred ninety nine total yards. Well, here's um back to the linebackers, which is nothing. It's not bad, but the offense was never on the team on the on the field because they kept scoring points the other way. Right, exactly. So they kept kicking the ball off. Back to the linebackers. Here's a nice telling stat: since Andy Reid's arrival in nineteen ninety nine, the Eagles have drafted just five linebackers. The fact that Barry Gardner, second round in nineteen ninety nine has been the best of that group, speaks volumes. He was always good at bringing a linebacker in. He brought in, uh, like, Sean Barber. He played real well. Yeah, Sean Barber did play well, yeah. And the other guys we had, we had Carlos Emmons here. We had, I mean, Trotter was here, left, came back. He does bring in a good linebacker player. He plugs in holes via free agency. Okay, so he doesn't that's, waste draft picks on linebackers because he thinks he doesn't need them, obviously, with his two starters that he has now. Well, that's when Keith Adams stepped in last year at the end of the year. Yeah, I'm, I do want to say this. Jeremiah Trotter is a stud. I love him to death. Oh. That dude works hard. Back He's, shining. He's shining right now. He is shining. Because he plays hard all the time, every down. He's everywhere, dropping back in coverage, blitzing, stuffing the holes for the runs. He's everywhere. I agree. Okay, here's number three. At a wideout, not named Reggie Wayne. <laughs> And he says, beware of successful number two receivers seeking number one money. Do you agree with that? Definitely. Sure, sure. You agree that Reggie Wayne isn't uh, he's just viable number two. He, he's like Peerless Price or something like that? Well, that's. I actually thought that the, the Eagles should take a chance on Peerless Price. He just got released by the Cowboys. Yeah, he did. You know what? Bring him in here. Change his scenery. You know Dallas what? was a change of scenery. Right. He came in there, but now he has to beat out Keyshawn. He has to beat out Terry Glenn. I'm not saying these guys are... Great receivers. Yeah, those no, two yeah. wire, those two wide receivers can get beat out by somebody with some talent. Right. Okay, but don't you think Billy McMullen and Reggie Brown and I do, Greg Lewis can I get beat out? Oh yeah. If you're saying to bring him in this year, but well, there's no reason to bring him in. Try him out. See what, what he can do. Reason? Oh, you mean just put him on the field and give him a tryout? Hell, we got hey, nobody else. Hey, go out there, catch the ball. See Keyshawn what you can had do. had uh, two catches for 16 yards on Sunday, and Terry Glenn had three catches for 37 yards. Jesus, oh, they got manhandled last game against. They don't have a the, receiving core. To save their lives. Well, dude, Bledsoe played horrible too last week. Yeah, he's had four interceptions in the last two games. But I'm just saying, as wide receivers go, both of those wide receivers already played with Bledsoe, I believe. I, I, I just don't agree with, with. I mean, the season's over. Why even bring him in here? You know, you're not going to use him next year. You might though. Say if he comes in and he can beat out Billy McMullen or. That's the, a very who, good point. Who's the other one? Who's, I mean, he's got to be better than somebody else in this. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, anybody's Darren McCants. Anybody's. Be- <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Who do you think that they could sign in free agency? Wide uh, out? That's a wide out, yeah. Um, I, I think the Paul, other, Paul I Donald would suggest a productive number two re- receiver like Houston's Corey Bradford, Pittsburgh's Antoine Randall L. 
They're two really they're uh, decent uh, options. Corey Bradford's good. Oh, Houston team stinks down there though. David Carr's That's not throwing true. the ball. That's true. Andre Johnson's finally playing well, but you bring Corey Bradford in as like your number two. Who's going to be your number one? Reggie Brown? No, there's no number one there. So you're hey, you're going to go back to the old days of having James Thrash as your number one. Well, that means there are there's no way to there's not you're not going to replace To man. Okay, that's but, hey, that's a serious problem they're going to have next year. They've always had receiving problems. They have no running back. How are they going to have no wide receiver? Well, that's right. If you're going to worry about having a receiver, you got to bring a running back in that's going to run the ball. I totally and that's got to be somewhere on this list. Yeah, I haven't read this list there. yet. Okay, uh, number four is resign the right tackle, which is John Runyon. I say big no to that. Uh, he's having a productive year. He, I'm telling you, he seems like he has more mental mistakes this year than I ever really saw. That's true. I've seen that. But the whole team is having right. mental mistakes. I think he's starting to get too old. I'm not sure exactly the age. I would say he's probably about 35. Um, Bring someone else in. they got some young guys just, out there. He just turned 32. Oh, wow. I thought he was older than that. He's nope. younger than me. He's younger than you. Wow. He just turned 32. is on the final year of his contract. But he had one of his best seasons and would like to finish his career as an Eagle. This is one of his best seasons? That's what he says. Wow. Paul Domowicz. Two years ago, I thought he was a lot better. Last year, I thought he declined. But this year, it just seems like everyone's like because everyone's getting hurt. I've been noticing more because there's a lot of players that I don't know on that line. Like, People are getting hurt. But that's I like Sean Andrews. Offensive line's hard to pick out to say, oh, let's bring this guy or that guy. Oh, I agree with you. The, I agree with you. And it's always because it's not just one person on the line. It's how that line meshes together. Who better to provide veteran leadership and guidance to this quartet of young players than Runyon? who has started 140 straight regular season games. Wow. Damn. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'd keep him on my squad anytime. Why not? Why not keep him? There's no reason not to. Well, it depends how much he's asking and all right, that. Right, I understand but that. But he, we're, yeah, we're so far under the cap. He's had his big payday. Uh, so Another three years? Two, maybe. Yeah, I would just keep him for two more. I mean, you got to keep this guy. Who else, who else are you going to put in that spot that's as good as him and knows everything going right. on? All right, number five. Sign or draft a big back. Yeah, but that just doesn't go with Andy Reid's um, philosophy. Well, here it is. We're never going to see it. Listen to what Mr. Domowitz says. The Eagles' fears about the fragility of Brian Westbrook were once again justified Monday night. Think it's a coincidence he injured his foot right after a four-game stretch in which he had 95 touches? I didn't realize he had 95 touches. Wow. Think about that, though. I mean, he's not a, he's not a back. That he's not a durable back. He's not. He just got huge. He got paid in full man and you got this guy for a long time but he's not a durable back that can get the ball 30 times a game but he's versatile with the catching he is the outlets man, but he's 15 15 touch a game back both running and receiving that's a very good point the guy got workhorse because he had nobody left and look now he's hurt and he's done for the season and don't bet that he's going to come back 100 percent next year when the season starts either I'm not expecting 95 touches from him. It's not in the West Coast style of offense Evan, anyway. It's 95 touches in, four, in games. four games. Right. You are expecting 25 touches a game from your featured back, from your number one back who just got paid a mint. You would like 20, 20 runs, five catches. Or 15 and 10. Well, 15 and 10 is a lot. Anytime you're catching 10 right. balls. Okay, say, you know, 18 and 7. Yeah, or 18 like and that. 7. Yeah, well, that hasn't happened. That's never happened. And now. It, it has happened in the past four games. Now he's out for No, the I'm season. talking about the years that Andy Reid has done with this team. He's never gone. He's only done this this year because of what he's got right now, what he's working with. But that's what they just signed. They just signed him as a back to do that. And he obviously can't do that because he's weak. 
I thought his job was what he's been doing the first five games, not getting a lot of touches, getting the uh, the outlet pass, not running enough. Everybody's complaining about the Eagles' run game. You know, Eagles' run game was never – it was non-existent for years. And then it was just under a microscope. Yeah, but no, when we had Deuce, him, and, like, Buckholder all playing, all three of them, they would get all touches. They would get about, you know, 25, 30 touches running and catching all together. Combined, yeah. yeah. So, but now you don't have that kind of monster. I mean, Lamar Gordon, what are you going to give him, three touches? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a problem, that, and they need to address it immediately. It sounds like no. there's a lot of problems. These are all good points. I know. I what totally we agree. got a lot of problems. It's a great article. If we said we were going to get a big back, would we get someone like Stephen Davis? Or somebody like Stephen Davis, he's old. He's. I mean, you can't bring him in. You might as well keep Lamar Gordon. Right, but that's he's a bigger back. Or Jerome Bettis. But like, that's well, a, how many touches can Stephen Davis really handle a game? They have five to seven. Exactly. But right, that's I don't know what big backs are out there. Watching some of the college football games, I didn't see that big back out there that just runs through people. Okay, so Westbrook is a problem. Okay, uh, moving on to number six in our eight-step plan. Well, that's, but the, look, I'm sorry, in Paul Donowitz's eight-step plan. Yeah, I would say plan. look at all the wide running backs in the whole league. A lot of teams do do two running backs now. So it's going to be even hard to get someone off of another team. I agree. I agree. They're going to have to draft somebody. And that's I just don't see that kind of back out there right now. Well, maybe there is it like South Wichita State. That they, that they, Andy Reid can make. I mean, did you really think Brian? Did you even know that Brian Westbrook was a Villanova? Well, we all knew who Brian Westbrook was because he went to Villanova. Yeah, and I mean, he would get a thousand yards receiving, a thousand yards running, a thousand yards returning right, stuff. Right. And he turned out to be a stud. So maybe Andy Reid can find that person. But I don't know when it's, they're going to be out there. Uh, it has all to, these points it's going to take a long time to well, get to where you need. Not from what I understand. When I'm listening to Eskin on the way home today, he thinks they're going to turn it right around. No big deal. Like it never freaking happened. Sorry, Howard, but you're wrong on that one. Number six. Ain't the first time. <laughs> That's my boy. Eskin's my boy. Number six, find a blocking tight end. Derek's, uh, Derek's king is an R king, so just make sure you put a little disclaimer. We don't all agree with you about the king of bling. Just because you have his bobblehead on order right now. I got, I got the special one order with the diamond encrusted. <laughs> okay. Number six, back to number six, finding a, find a blocking tight end. L.J. Smith is a terrific pass-catching tight end, but he can't block a lick, and it doesn't look like he's going to learn anytime soon. While Smith is too valuable to be to the passing game to keep out of the lineup, the Eagles need to find a solid blocking tight end. I think L.J. Smith is actually losing a little bit on his catching. At the beginning of the year, he just seemed all over the place. It seemed great. A lot of spunk. Yeah, he had that one good game with McMahon, and last week I saw him drop a couple passes. But uh, as a blocking tight end goes, I think you could bring a fullback behind him, something like that, and still let him go out and get a pass. He'll kind of just shed off of it. Yeah, I mean, I don't uh, know. Honestly, I don't know how good of a, a blocker Algie Crumpler is or uh, Antonio Gates. They really don't talk about that on TV that often. Gonzalez, right. no, you're right. Yeah, they show him catching they catch the hundred touchdowns, yeah. right? And that's what I want from him. That's a very he, good point. Shockey. Although Shockey can block a little bit. Shockey can block. It's yeah. off the That dude is good. Shockey can run through people, too. Yeah, he's good. Cocky Shockey. <laughs> Cocky, but he catches touchdowns. He's hurt yeah. now. He hurt, gets hurt every year. It's University of Miami. Okay, here we go. You ready? It seems like they all get hurt when they get up here. <laughs> Number seven. They need Eagles need a better plan B at quarterback. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Yeah, I agree on that. I mean, that is the focus right now. 
to, to someone's got to be able to lead this team. The decision to let Jeff Blake go after the season, after last season, and replace him with McMahon, who had 93 fewer NFL starts and nearly 3,000 fewer career pass attempts, is mystifying. I totally agree with that one. I thought that should be number three. Cannot agree more. Cannot agree more. I don't even understand it. Would they, would they think that you know? Well, McNabb's never going to get hurt, so we don't. We can put anybody there. Jesus, put Derek back there. I think they tried that. I agree. They were talking about that at one time. As for Detmer, enough already with appeasing kicker David Akers. Bring in a competent veteran backup who throws a football better than he holds one, and make him the number two guy. Yeah, that's just looking out over the league. It's hard to figure out. Okay, who we're going to bring in? John Kitna. Something oh. like that. Bring somebody in. Bring yeah. a veteran in who can throw the ball and run an offense. That's, I really don't see that veteran out there who we're going to get. These two guys are clowns. Oh, they are. Coy Detmer is a clown when you watch him on the sidelines. He was a clown when he was playing. Colorado. Pulling out. No, pulling out the belt. But then he's pulling out the belt. Oh, yeah. Spanking <laughs> him. Against San Fran. His own teammate said he was an a-hole for that yeah. one. Okay, and the eight and final step to the Eagles' rebuilding plan According to Paul Domowich, get bigger at cornerback. Sheldon Brown, Lito Shepard, and Rod Hood are all solid cover corners. What they aren't all what they aren't is tall. Hood's the biggest at just a shade past five ten. I agree on that. I've seen that. I've I've been noticing that since they came into the league. I was like, how are they gonna how are they gonna do what they gotta do? They're so short. But they you know, they've been producing. I thought they've done a good job. Last year I'm not denying that they didn't do a good job and they're undersized. But the Eagles need to use either free agency or the draft to bring in another corner with some size that can match up against taller receivers. What do you think about that, Dave? What are you going to do with the other ones? I don't really give a rat's ass. I mean, you need you need to keep people like Keyshawn, um, Randy Moss, Randy Moss. How many Randy Moss heights are out there, though? Well, Mike, Joe, Joe Jarvis is and a big Roy guy, Williams. right? Joe Jarvis. Well, Joe Jarvis isn't. Isn't um no he's a big guy he's Dude, a big when guy when he played right? against but he didn't do anything on Monday night no last year when no, he right. Tampa Bay he kicks the shit out of the Eagles you're right uh, he did well yeah that's I that's number eight all right I think number eight should be uh get a, a returner we need a punt returner we need a kick returner we don't need someone to run catch the ball run seven ten yards and go straight and get tackled but what it seems to me according to Andy Reid from what I've seen with him he can throw anybody in there to run kick returns back Mahe. Right, Mahe's Ma- back there. Mahe, you're starting running back. That's you know what Mahe means in what does that be Hawaiian language? Clown, poopy. No, it means straight. Where aloha <laughs> means goodbye. Yeah, means hello and goodbye. Right. Mahe means straighten down. Aloha, <laughs> Mister Hand. Straighten down. So, guys, do you really think the Eagles can fix all these holes, which are obvious holes? I think there should be like should be more than eight points. I think we need to well, keep going. Bring up another <laughs> point. What else do they need? Uh, well, Dave, he, he just mentioned the uh, the runbacks. That's, that's a great that's a great thing. Now, what's his name? Johnny D. He who's Johnny D. Well, what's <laughs> Paulie Paul D. Domowitz. Tom D. Paul Domowitz. <laughs> Yo, Johnny D. Name's not Johnny D. Although that's a great name. I think I would take Johnny D. If I was writing articles for the Daily News. Can we change it? Hey, welcome to Philly Sportscast with Johnny D. Well, I think like he uh, he did those eight points, and those eight points are great. And I, he just broke down every every eleven everybody except the punt return. So we need a new everything. We need a new team. You want a whole new team? He needs. He wants a whole new team. Do you want a new head coach? 
No, no, no. Everybody needs a huh? gets a mulligan. Everybody gets a mulligan. You need a new quarterback? Starting quarterback? Yes. No. You I need, think I think do you uh, need a new starting wa- uh, running back? I need I think I need another kind of running back in there. We a need bruiser. the We need the thunder to the lightning. Yeah, we need the thunder. We need the thunder to lightning. I like that. Bring Ron Dane in. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on now. Well, so guys, this is our funeral for the birds, man. It really I don't know how much birds we're going to be talking after this sportscast. So what do you got for me? I, I'm i so disappointed, Derek, that I, I'm just so – I've got I'm, – I'm speechless. You have nothing to say. Really? I mean, it's you're, all been said. We all know what's going on. we got a lot of problems. You're without, we lost 42 to nothing on Monday night. <laughs> you're without speech. Reggie yes. White night. We got forty-two nothing. Monday night football, packed prime house, time, packed, packed house. house. Reggie Absolutely. White's getting recognized, retiring ninety-two, and they lose forty-two to nothing. And did you know? That I mean, well, I'm I'm outraged. Did you know that it was special education night at the uh, Phillies game at the Eagles game this week too? Why, Is that who was there? playing? No, not only the people, not only the people in the Eagles uniforms, but the one hundred or so people that were there at the end of that game were mentally challenged. My God. I have no idea what kind of intelligence it would take in a person to sit through that game on a Monday. You must not. You must have wives that you don't want to go home to, or you just don't, or you don't go home, or you have no home and you sleep in the parking lot. <laughs> it's warmer there. And at least you would you should have got a little nasty to them. And you one hundred you one hundred people. I use the air quotes here that you can't see. You one hundred freaks that stayed in that stadium to watch the final. Clock kicked down to zero 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 zero, and that game are mentally screwed in the head. You're not fans. You're the ones who call all these sports shows and say, "I'm a true fan. I stayed there till the end." You're not a true fan. A true fan is the one who knew it was over at halftime, saw the Reggie White piece, got in their truck or car, turned on the freaking heat, went home, and drowned their sorrows with half a bottle of J and B. Right or wrong? That's what I'm stressing. No, a true fan would go outside and tailgate for the rest of the game. I agree. Get and a bonfire in the back of their car. I or agree. Something. A true fan would go back to their bonfire in the parking lot and start booing from the outside in. Yeah, I mean, I think the Eagles fans have become complacent. I have not. I did not hear enough boos. I did no, not I didn't hear enough boos either. And any city, forget about Philadelphia, any city, any city would have got nasty on that one. Had to get nasty. Now, no one got nasty there. Well, I'm sure it got nasty, but it didn't get nasty enough. And for the 100 fans who might be, I'm sure you're not listening to this because you you can't own things. You got you <laughs> you must be. I'm flabbergasted. If you're that flabbergasted, people just don't go to the game on Sunday. How crazy would that be? No, you can go to Eagles Giants game. I'm all down with that. The Eagles Giants game's a party, That's but it's going to it. be four o'clock in the afternoon. You're going to freeze your freaking milk. Well, and yeah. Well, that's. That's part of that's part of the whole process. That's part of the party, right? Oh, I guess so. That's what people like. But when it's when it's thir- what was it, what was the halftime score this week? Thirty-five 30, nothing. Thirty when, when it's thirty-five nothing at halftime, those people better be in, at the, on a bar stool at Chickie and Pete's or Daydreams. Yeah, you got to get nasty. You got to get mean. This is bullshit. <laughs> get mean. Okay, so that's it. I just so, want to say this, and it's explicit. Fuck <laughs> you, Philadelphia Eagles. I like it. Straight to the point. Fuck 
you. <laughs> yeah, listen to the one podcast. Who opened Who opened up for us? It was a new guy. I forget his name. Yeah, Joe Thalman on the bright side. Very good. Yeah, Enjoyed it. Aren't they coming to Philly soon? Yeah, they're playing in 10 Angel uh, December 14th, Wednesday night. December 14th. It's right around the corner. Yeah, you get your tickets right at the door. It's going to be a good yeah, show. that's like this week coming up. Yeah, Wednesday night, this week. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. We'll, yeah, we'll be there. We'll so, be there. Oh, I'll definitely be there. The Philly Sportscast crew will be there. So if anybody's listening, it's going to be around the Tin Angel on the 14th. It's actually just going to be Joe doing an acoustic set. Oh, very nice. Um, really raw. It's going to be a really good time, really good show. Oh, yeah, we'll be there. So if anybody wants to say hi... So let's go see him out. Check him out. See what he's got. Awesome. Do you awesome. know what time he's going on? Uh, I would. Nine, I would get ten. there. I would get there around nine. Uh, say nine o'clock. Uh, doors open. I mean, it, it, you got Tin Angel. You got Serrano. You can go get him a nice meal, a beer. Go right upstairs. See him play. Well, I had so no good. idea he was in town. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's great. He's in from L.A. Cool deal. It's the holiday season. Not only that, it's time for E Money's picks. E-Money's Money Line with Johnny D. <laughs> <laughs> and E-Money is sitting... what a f-, f that guy was. <laughs> We've built E-Money his own special office for the podcast. He doesn't sit with us anymore because he's on fire! And he cannot be sitting next to us because we do not want our beers to get warm. Well, thanks a lot for Derek and Dave. We're back. And uh, I can't believe we're on week 14 already. E-Money, you... Uh, I enjoy the picks, and I get paid. I love the picks. Well, just as long as you guys are taking advantage of the picks, and everybody out there taking advantage of this pick, because I am woo, making some money. But I'm liking it. Cashing them, not trashing them. Well, I appreciate that. That isn't a, I think Smitty, who signed up on our, our page here, he's taking advantage of the picks each week. I think so. Is he? Yes. All right. All right. Well, that's, uh, I played cards with some guy last night, and he asked me who he money was. Did you say he's the man? I said he's part of the podcast. We're all a team here. Oh, I appreciate that. Mm. It's kind of like Vegas Vic. You never knew who the guy was before. He's a myth. A legend, if you will. Oh, definitely a legend. Well, I have three amazing picks this week. Ooh, I cannot wait to hear Please how tell I'm going to make some extra dory me. Tell me one thing. St. Louis, any of these three? Well, I, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, Dave. St. Louis is off the radar. Thank Ooh. God. I uh, Thank God. Goodness. Gave them the benefit of the doubt too many weeks. Fitzpatrick. Just because Fitzpatrick's a little Irish boy doesn't mean you gotta pick him every week. So now you're gonna uh you're gonna be the Monday morning quarterback there, man? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to we can go back to the podcast last week and you said it was a good pick. I'm just if you want to play the game, we're gonna play the game. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Just trying to do my part. Uh, Calls you out on that one. Call me out. All right. Well, but it's a new week. It's a fresh week. You move on. You pay the bookie. You or you get. Or you I get said paid. you ain't paying the bookie. Oh no, I don't pay the bookie. Put a fresh I try box. not to anyway. Put a fresh box of Arm and Hammer in this mofo, e money, uh, and bring us the new ones. There's going to be a Christmas at the Collins household this year. That's all I care about. <laughs> a very good Christmas. Yeah. Happy so, holidays. Uh, I got my four money signs this week. Okay. Uh, New England Buffalo game. Ooh. New England minus three and a half at Buffalo. Okay. It's gonna be cold up there. It's gonna be cold either where you anywhere you play. And either way, yeah. It's gonna be some play. snow up there too. Oh yeah, it's gonna be up there, yeah. It's gonna be cold. Um I'm liking the Patriots. Tom Brady. Of course. Tom Brady. Big Corey up Dillon. Tom Brady. Corey Dillon's healthy. Kevin Falk healthy. And the number thirty one ranked defense in the league. That's what I'm stressing. Wow. That team stinks. Who's 32nd, Birds? I don't know. 
I don't know who it is. It wouldn't surprise me. No. Uh, the Patriots are atop the AFC East uh, with a 7-5 record. And uh, they plan to stay there. They have to. They're playing a team that, that, that blew a 21-point lead against Miami. You guys see that? Yeah, that, I didn't. I couldn't believe when I saw the final score. Miami scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. Insane. To win that game. Insane. Imagine what Tom Brady was going to do to him. Yeah. Uh, Dude, Chris Chambers had 209 yards receiving. It, really? I did, wow. Something sick like that. I didn't know that. I like that stat a lot. Yeah. They're finally, like I said, we were talking about the Pats are finally getting healthy with uh, Corey Dillon's back. He ran 16 times for uh, 65 yards in a TD last week against the Jets. But uh, Kevin Falk is also back after the eight-game stint, which is going to be nice. It's gonna, like we were talking about with the Eagles, you know, the in and out, the thick guy, the running guy. Right. Falk can catch the ball. Yep. It's a great week for the Pats to work on the running game because the running game has been struggling because of their injuries all year and putting a lot of stress on the shoulder of Tom Brady, who's been doing a great job besides that four-interception game a couple weeks ago. But other than that, he's doing real well. He's he's a rock, that guy. Um, and the, and like Derek said, the Bills are just a horrible, horrible defense. Game. Allowing, just, uh, allowing 140 yards rushing a game. Ooh, Dylan's going to get you 100 yards this week. Yeah, because he's the second week back. He gets his 20 carries, 22 carries. Falk gets a couple. They're going to be right up there. Yeah, they are. And that's going to set up a lot of nice things for a lot of receivers. You wow. know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Um, I also think that Chris Chambers thing, watching the Sage Rosenfeld throw him at the end of the game, mm-hmm. Tom Brady's going to say, you know what? We can run. We're going to pretend we're going to – or we can pass. We're going to pretend we're going to do a little running. Yep. A little play action. Woo. There yep. you go. He's totally. Gonna, Brady's going to get his too. There's no doubt about it. Because they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have some fun. I think they're just gonna go out there and have some fun. And it's a divisional game, and they gotta win it. They want to be eight and five going into uh, week fifteen. It's it's a big game for them. I realize Buffalo's four and eight, but you know, still a divisional game. Buffalo definitely has their backs in a corner, and uh, we're gonna take advantage of that this week, Dave. No, it's huge about Buffalo too. Go ahead, Eric Moles. Eric Moles. I was just gonna come. Eric Moles is suspended for the for uh, week fourteen. One week. You gotta love that. He's the number one receiver for the for the Bills. Who's who's their quarterback? JP Lossman still. Yeah, who had a great game last week. Well, not great. He had a great half. I mean, yeah. Lee Evans had I think three touchdowns last week. Had like 115, 120 yards, something like that. Three TDs. They threw him the ball two more times the rest of the game after the half. See that? What's what, what what's going on over there with the coaching? Yeah, that's I would like to know what you're calling. Yeah. You're gonna try to run the clock out. With 30 minutes to go? <laughs> exactly. I mean, what, are you, what are you doing there? And, uh, you know, with the, like I was saying with Brady in the passing, Deion Branch, he's averaging 12 yards of reception this year. And uh, I think the Pats are just going to have a big offensive game oh. on Sunday. Wow. They haven't had one in a couple weeks, though. No, they haven't, but... This could be the week. Yeah, well, they've covered, they covered last week. Don't these teams traditionally, like, blow each other out? Like, score tons? I think they usually do score tons. When you, when you lose to Miami, like last week, you're you're done. You can't. Yeah. It's it's as, as bad as the forty two to almost as bad as a forty two to none. I, I realize they scored. I we didn't even score. Right. But it's that kind of it's that kind of just stabbed to the stomach. I think it's worse to the psyche because you had that game in your pocket. Yeah. And they, and they lost. You're right. It is. Um, but the Pats, the, the Patriots linebacker core. They're finally becoming consistent with uh, the Vrabel and Bruschi. I really think they're gonna they, if they can contain McGahee, Molds is out. Right, Lee Evans 
should be able to get stopped. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's my pick of the week. Ooh, Patriots over the Bills. Four money signs. Four money signs. Wow. Happy holidays. Cheers. Cheers. My number three money signs is the Dallas Kansas City game. Ooh, intriguing. I don't think anybody's giving Kansas City props. Did anybody watch that Kansas City game with Denver? Yeah. What? What there? No. What, what's your input? Are they playing home this week? No, they're not playing at home this week. Then it's a different. It's a totally different team. I realize that they don't have the seventeen and zero in December at home. I know that stat. But uh, have you? Did you see Dallas last week? Who's seventeen and zero at home? In December, Kansas City. Kansas City. Oh, Kansas City. Okay, okay. I like Kansas City this week. Uh, Dallas minus three against Kansas City. Kansas City's won three in a row, and coming off a huge divisional win against uh, against Denver. Dallas's playoffs are dwindling. I mean, they lost to to New York. They're not. They're going. They're coming down pretty quick. So, I think this is the the separation going on right here because Casey's running for that AFC, AFC, NFC are uh, two totally different animals anyway. You think Casey's going to make the playoffs in the AFC? I think they. I think they might have a chance to uh, make a uh, run for a wild card. Yeah, because it's going to be tough. You're going to have Indy, New England. Kansas City, or Kansas City, my fault. Cincinnati. Jacksonville. Well, no, I'm just talking about the winners. They, well, they're, they're all the winners. Oh, I'm not talking yeah. about winning the AFC West. Right. I think Denver might have that locked up. Right, so there's your top four. Okay, what are you talking about, Wildcard? And then you have, got? yeah, Jacksonville. You got Pittsburgh. We were so. playing Indy this year, this week. They this may week, lose. Yeah. So go ahead. Who else we got? Pittsburgh, who's. But yeah, Kansas City's going to have to go through those guys. I or know. not through those guys. But they're still, they still have to play San Diego, I think, one more time. So it's going to be tough, and well, and San Diego also—they've been playing well. I don't think I don't think they're a playoff contender. I, I don't I don't like what they got going on when I see San Diego play. I mean, they 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 beat up on Oakland on Sunday night. They had the Washington game two weeks ago when LT ran it back at the end. Yeah, overtime, another touchdown. That's true. It's going to be tough if Kansas City makes it to the playoffs. Definitely give them props. That would be great. Well, I mean, they, they're just on a roll right now. I can't – I mean, I've been watching them every week, and it's just like, wow, every week's better than the next. I'm really re- excited for this team. I don't know if you wrote this down. I didn't know uh, Larry Johnson had over 1,000 yards already. Yeah, already. But, I mean, not already because we're in the week 14 and all that, but already because he was playing Priest Holmes. Priest Holmes. Yeah. He was getting some big runs and everything. That's what I'm saying. No one's thinking about Larry – like, people aren't talking about Larry Johnson. The man no. is is amazing. That he is, and he's going to run all over Dallas this week. They have an like I was saying, like we were talking about. They have an amazing offense. They do a good balance. Larry Johnson he gets a lot of carries, thirty carries a game, thirty plus carries a game, which Derek would probably like to see at the Eagles. I'm sure, like to see something like that. I'd love to see Larry Johnson in the Eagles uniform. Just trying to incorporate a little bit, you know, and just shrug your shoulders. Incorporate like that. me, but you saying they have an amazing offense, but you can't. Who else is besides Larry Johnson? Tony Dante, Gonzalez, Dante Hall. Ed Trent Green? Kinnison's doing great this year. Trent Green can throw the ball. Oh, there's no Kinnison. doubt about that. Trent Green can throw the ball. Yeah, that's at the beginning of the year. That's what they're having a problem with. They weren't incorporating Tony Gonzalez into the passing game. They were trying to keep him back more. Oh, hey, great. He's blocking all that. He's only catching the ball once. He has to get out there. He has to get the mismatch either on a cornerback or on a linebacker. And Dallas is coming off that horrible loss. Yeah, horrible loss. They look like... The team that they are, just like the Eagles are looking. 
The NFC East anyway right now is just garbage. It, NFC in general is garbage. It is. Yeah, it is. It's a totally different level it, it, than I mean, AFC totally is. Agree. I mean, AFC totally is agree. just dominating. They're so good. I love watching those games. Wide open football. Really? Actually, I'd like to go off on the subject, but come Sunday, it's like, oh, hey, we got the Giants-Cowboys game on. Whoop-de-doo. Give me the Kansas City-Denver game. Yeah. Give me the Indianapolis. Really? I'd like to watch those games. Thank God that uh, Cincinnati-Pittsburgh game was on because that's what I watched. Yeah, I totally man. agree. When was the last time you watched an AFC game instead of an NFC game? I'm telling you, this this whole year has been like that, but you're I, right. I watched. We were, I was at a party. I watched an entire Cincinnati um, Steelers game. But but you see, this is the time of year you got to watch these teams because it's nice to be going into these weeks rising, not getting worse like Dallas is doing. Because only, you know you know you see these teams going into the playoffs stuff like that. Like you know you said playoffs, you never know what could happen. Right. Even before then, you see the teams like they just start clicking, going and going. You know what's tough for Dallas too? They're looking at the schedule, going, "Okay, we got Kansas City. We're going to have a battle. We're going to try to catch the Giants." Giants have got a bye week this week. They're playing against McMahon and Ryan Motes. Yeah, they got a tough game this week, and uh, and they're and Casey's getting three points. I like the pick. I like the pick. Dallas could be dead. Just just a real quick about just give you some things with why I think Dallas isn't going to do very well this week. Um, they look bad. I mean, they looked bad against. They them. looked horrible. They did. They totally did. Um, they can't run the ball. To save their lives. That's what happened to Julius Jones. Julius Jones, he handles most of the carries, like you know. He averages three yards a carry, and uh, he's basically non-effective, really. Yeah, it's no good. He's been hurt also. And that puts pressure on Bledsoe to pass all the time, which makes he's having a great year because they're not having the run game. Um, They they tried putting in Marion Barber. They tried putting in uh, that other back. Yeah. That another back who didn't do as well. Right they're yeah, and they're just not. It's, they, they haven't been able to establish their own game all year long. Exactly. Now I'm not saying Drew Bledsoe's done great this year, but like I said earlier in the podcast, four interceptions, two games. That's not good. He's got no mobility good. at all. That's Bledsoe is Bledsoe right now. Yes, he'll, he'll get you your twenty, twenty-five TDs a year, something like that, which isn't great. Which isn't bad, though. You're going to take a TD and a half a game? Sure. Yes. He doesn't move. No. He, he can never. He's never been able to. And, and the coaches know this. He's never been able to handle pressure, sack pressure, ever. And that's a big problem. Hey, he starts getting hit. Gets, let's throw the ball quicker. Let's just get it out there. Yep. And uh, we were talking about this when we were talking about the Eagles. Dallas really doesn't have a really good receiving core at all. They really don't. Right. And uh, I think that with Bledsoe's lack of mobility and the way the Chiefs run their stunts and their blitzes, it's going to be a long night for Bledsoe and their receiving core. And that's why I really think it's the second. I mean, I realize that Casey was getting points last week because it was Denver 9-2 and game coming in. Um, but given them getting points again after Dallas is coming off a loss, I mean, it's a major mismatch going on here. Okay. So I'm really liking KC. Well, I like well, Dallas's defense. DeMarcus Ware, Roy Williams, they got a pretty good defense out there. They can definitely run around. They can hit. Watching, I don't, you guys really didn't get to watch the Dallas game. On our message board, they brought this up. They were saying, yeah, there goes Roy Williams doing the horse collar, horse collar tackle again. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, 
it really wasn't a horse collar because he just grabbed the jersey. Yeah, his well, hand doesn't go in. Okay, yeah. and that's what they kept saying on uh, Fox. That's going to be next yeah, year. Yeah, come when it's time for the rules committee to meet, they're going to say any kind of top jersey, pull it down. That's horse collar because you're getting the same effect. You got to tackle people though. How do you tackle? You know how you tackle them, hit them in the waist. Now that's what yeah. it seems like. Oh, you know, I love this tackle where these guys, these defensive backs, hit the other guy with their helmet in like the leg. Yeah. No D backs wrap. No. Whatever happened to fundamental tackling? They I don't, don't understand. Like they, been, these kids been playing, these guys been playing football since they were eight years old. They're lazy, man. I'll tell you what, Brian Dawkins does rap. Brian Dawkins did have that one play though, where he tried to go down underneath. Guy just hit him, bounced right off his shoulder, and kept going. And who's that guy with the Steelers with the really long hair? Do you know his name? Sal uh, Palumumalu. He played at USC. He's an exceptional yeah. tackler. He is a great tackler. He's crazy. Do you know who his roommate was at college football? Carson Palmer. Oh, wow. Just a little fact. I love your little facts. Harvard last week, Carson Palmer this week. I love it. You got it going on, Dave. I got number three. Your two money symbols? Two money symbols. Now I've been doing. This has always been a little quirky pick. Well, doing the reason why there's two money signs next to it. Right on, right on, right on. Um, And I've been working these over unders. Last week was rough. Very rough. I don't even think that was close. If you're gonna lose, lose by a ton. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what Eagles do. I agree. (laughs) You gonna lump yourself in with that mess? (laughs) You didn't take the over in that game, did you? Because it was close. The over was over. Oh, what was the over for that game? No, the the over was actually 40 and a half. Was it? And what was the final score? 42. 42, right. Insane. Insane. It started at 42 in the week, and it went down to 40 and a half. Wow, I guess with the snow coming in. What prognosticator out there thought the Eagles would score 20 points? I did. uh, No, I said 17. They just thought Seattle would score 40. No way. Okay, what do you got for us, Money? Oh, uh, Oakland Jets game. The over-under is 37. Okay. I like the over in this one. Really? Yep. I even, like the over. Even with this guy starting a new guy starting a quarterback for Oakland. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Roll your roll your eyes, I'm, buddy. I'm, my eyes have been officially rolled. <laughs> let me throw out a couple stats to make your Please do. Water. All right. Um, Lamont Jordan. He should do very well this week, of course. You got you're playing against a, an, yeah, you're playing against a defense that's horrible. Um, he's looking for his thousand yard season. He's got eight hundred and forty four yards right now. Um, he's doing real well this year, even though Oakland's not. He's doing a lot of complaining. He's been doing a lot of complaining too, and not getting the ball all that a couple a couple weeks. Yeah, ago. that's because they're losing. Right. You start losing, you got to start. He does catch the ball a lot. He gets anywhere. He catches the ball more than any receiver in Oakland. Really? Yep. Wow. That's he, something to say, too. you got Randy Moss as your wide receiver. It is. Well, I that's agree. why Kerry Collins is on the bench. Yeah, that's a good point. Word. I mean, Jesus, let's, let's, let's utilize these guys. He's laying down the law, Dave. That, hey, he knows what he's talking about. Yes, he does. He's got a little stat sheet over there. Uh, so, Lamont Jordan's going to have a really big game. Um, playing at Jets that allow – the Jets that allow 137 yards of rushing a game. I mean, that's just, just horrible. The Jets are horrible. They've, won, they've lost five in a row. Bad. Very bad. But we're not looking for win or loss in this right. thing. We're just looking for points. I agree. They're, play, they're playing at the Jets in Giant Stadium. Just a couple more things with the with the rushing for the for the Oakland. You know, their their O line is averaging three hundred and ten pounds. They should be able to move these small jets because the, the, the Jets linemen are horrible. Horrible. 
And I really think that's going to be a big factor, too, because of the weight and the pushing and the shoving. <laughs> pushing and the pushing and, and the shoving. <laughs> you really know how to break it down, anyway. <laughs> no. What is it, Marquise? Is so what did we decide this gentleman's name was that's going to be starting quarterback? Marquise? Marquise? Tusasopo, sounds like. Tusasopo. Well, I think he wants to make an impression. I think any um, team he plays, this would be a great team to play to make an impression because they're just so bad. Can we call I think he's so bad. He's gonna, you're going to want him on the Eagles team. <laughs> next I think the Jets are going to have the same attack as Oakland's going to have with the running game. Uh, yeah, with Curtis Martin. Who's QB up there? It's going to be Bollinger. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Uh. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. So you who's know, the pick? No, it's not a pick. It's the over. Oh, you got the over. I'm a sorry. 30, was it 37? Yep. Oakland allow 120 yards rushing the game. And what did the Jets let up? 137. Wow. It's going to be just back and forth running. But that doesn't lead to an over, though. No, but it leads to a lot of other things. Let me tell you, it, it just, okay. it, it, my, my point is that it, it lets you know how bad these defenses are. Right on. And how the potential of Lavernius Coles, of Curtis Martin, of Lamont Jordan, Randy Moss, Jerry Porter, these they're going to have a heyday. Okay. It's like they're playing against us. There's no doubt about it. It's a, okay. it's a very poor game. But the offenses are going to have a big game. Cool. That's what I think. And that's my two money signs. And that's my picks of the week, gentlemen. Ooh, Enjoy yourself. That's it. All right. How'd you do last week? I don't know if we put them uh, I was online. two for three. I put them online, of course. Congratulations three. again. It's beautiful. Uh, of course, St. Louis got me. And all these picks can be found in the, via the written word at yes. eMoney's special section on phillysportscast.com. Yeah. Make sure you guys go to the site. Check it out. Sunday mornings. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of the Sportscast. We hope to hear from you soon, so check out the site for contact information. Have a nice day.